Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College, as well as Ohio Christian University. And his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. It's a blessing to be with you today. It feels like the weather's warming up and we're headed towards spring. So praise the Lord for that. We crossed the one-year anniversary of the coronavirus pandemic being announced as a global pandemic this week. And we are coming up on the anniversary of the lockdowns. And so last week, what I did was I just discussed some things that the coronavirus pandemic has taught me, some things I've learned. And this week, I'd like to discuss with you how the coronavirus pandemic is playing into the end times timeline that we are in the middle of right now. Uh, the, the end times, the last days, the Bible speaks of the days before Jesus returns and the days before the end of everything. And the great tribulation uh, is coming soon. And so we're headed in that direction. And I believe that through everything, the coronavirus pandemic has helped helped to pave the way for some of the end times events to take place. So today I want to discuss that with you just a little bit. And I want to read to you from Matthew chapter 24, very familiar passage of scripture. Jesus is talking to his disciples. They came to him and they said, when is everything going to end? When is everything going to wrap up? And Jesus said, uh, here's how it's going to happen. Starting in Matthew 24, verse 4. Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. This has been happening for years. Wars and rumors of wars for the last 40, 50, 60 years. Uh, there have been wars even in the early 1900s. You can look back at the at the at World War One, leading into World War Two, and all the uh, all the following wars. But even now, um, it's almost every day that there is a rumor of a war getting started. Something is going to take place. Uh, Iran, Israel. All these countries is just a, a big powder keg in the Middle East right now, and all of their allies are watching to see what's going on. So that's taking place, has been taking place for a long time. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must happen, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. Now if you dig back into the Greek on these verses... You go back into the Greek, the Greek will tell you um, nation will rise against nation and ethnos will rise against ethnos. That means ethnicity will rise against ethnicity, race wars. Um, and if you've, <laughs> if you've seen anything in the news the last year, you know that this is absolutely true. Uh, so we are looking at nations rising up to fight one another, races rising up to fight one another. And there will be famines, there will be pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. Now, if you go into other translations, pestilences is translated into epidemics. Basically means the same thing. You are going to see famine, pestilence, 
and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. So this passage of scripture is covering everything that we have seen in the last uh, the last few years. Everything that we have seen. We've seen the wars, the rumors of wars. We've seen the people rising up claiming to be uh, somebody that they're not. They're claiming to be Jesus. We've seen people in Florida do it. We've seen uh, people in the Middle East do it, claiming to be Jesus, gaining followers, and leading them astray. And then we go down through and see the nations rising against the nations. We see uh, ethnicities rising against ethnicities. We've seen famine. We've seen epidemics. The coronavirus is an epidemic. We've seen earthquakes in various places, but these things are all escalating right now as we speak. These things are growing. They are growing in intensity. They're growing in number, and um, it is something that is taking place all over the world. So if you, uh, there's an organization called the United States Geological Survey. They are the ones who keep track of all the earthquakes all over the world Whenever they're happening, they have seismic activity monitors everywhere. And this company, this organization, uh, is a, a government-run organization. But they report on their website all the earthquakes that are taking place. So in the last seven days, all over the world, there have been uh, so many earthquakes and, and they just keep growing in number and growing in intensity. The ground is shaking everywhere. Under San Diego right now, there's almost a constant shaking. They're not quite sure why, um, but it, it seems like there are earthquakes happening 24-7 right now. And um, I have a, uh, a map pulled up here, and in the last week, in just the United States alone, there have been 2,077 earthquakes, and this is current, up-to-date information as of the time I'm recording this podcast. Also, uh, worldwide volcanic activity uh, has gone through the roof, and if you know anything about geology, you know that earthquakes and volcanoes um, are interconnected, that uh, they are the shifting of one can trigger another and so they're extremely active right now. Some volcanoes that have laid dormant for years are now active and they are erupting as we speak. Um, the Ring of Fire, if you know anything about that, in the Pacific Ocean, which goes around the United States down through South America, like all if you if I could show you a map, that's the the bad thing about an audio podcast. If I could show you a map. Um, it would be basically the border or the edge of the country. Uh, there, there are plates, tectonic plates, that end at the edges of the countries. And some of them are out in the ocean, yes. But um, basically they follow the line and the landscape of the countries. And so North America, South America, and then it circles back around um, uh, past Australia, up through Asia and into Russia and just makes a giant ring around the Pacific Ocean. And the volcanoes that are on that ring right now are extremely active, extremely active. 
there are volcanoes in Italy right now, extremely active. Um, and Mount Etna has just been erupting like crazy. Mountains in Central America, Guatemala, uh, have just been erupting like crazy. I think there's something like 46, 47 active volcanoes right now all over the world. And the plates, the tectonic plates are shifting. They are moving and the magma is being pushed up through these volcanoes. Um, and so we're seeing these earthquakes in diverse places, earthquakes in various places. And uh, that is what's taking place. And we've, we've seen the pandemic. Now, what does the pandemic have to do with the end times how has the pandemic opened the door for the end times to be fulfilled and take place if you are a um a studier of the end times if you're up on bible prophecy and you pay attention you know that in the last days the bible does not specifically mention the phrase one world government or one world currency but we can infer from the scriptures that we have that uh, there's going to be a a beast system that will uh, include a one world government and a one world currency bringing everyone and everything together um, there are scriptures such as uh, the one in revelation 13 1 where there's a beast that comes out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns um, this is a coalition of countries this is a group of countries that have come together to form one system. And the Apostle John spoke of it. Uh, Daniel spoke of it. And so we see the governments of the world aligning. And we see that uh, there are so many things taking place that point in this direction. Uh, Revelation uh, 13.2 says that uh, the ruler of the big empire, the, the beast system, uh, the authority was given to Satan himself being followed by and receiving worship from all the world and having authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. This is all in Revelation 13. Every tribe, people, language, and nation. So we can pretty much assume that a one-world government um, is something that is going to be instated in the last of the last days during the tribulation. The Antichrist will be the head of that government and the entire world will use uh, one form of currency. Um, anytime there is a globalization movement, anytime that you hear politicians talk about global systems, global money, uh, globalizing anything at all it is pointing to the beast system and uh, with coronavirus it has caused the nations of the world to come closer together the internet has made society uh, able to interconnect like never before and with the coronavirus and specifically the vaccines um, we are seeing a movement that will uh, will lead into the end times. Do I believe the vaccine is the mark of the beast? A lot of people are asking this question right now. I do not believe the vaccine is the mark of the beast, and I will tell you why. 
let me just read to you from the book of Revelation, chapter 13, and I'm going to start uh, at verse 15. He was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, so that no one may buy or sell except he who has the mark of the name or the name of the beast or the number of his name. There, Here is a call for wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. It is the number of a man. His number is 666. And we've heard the mark of the beast since we've been little. So many of us, we've heard um, about not taking the mark. Do I believe the vaccine is the mark of the beast? No, I do not believe the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Why? They are not specifically putting it in your right hand or your forehead, as the Bible tells us. Um, and there is uh, no monetary connection to this vaccine. It says that without the mark of the beast, you will not be able to buy or sell. Uh, you will not be able to trade. You will not be able to do anything because they are going to track every movement of the people during the tribulation. There is going to be a tracking system in place. Many scholars agree on this. Many scholars believe it, as do I. There will be a tracking system in place that they can track every single human being. Now, here's where the coronavirus comes in. Because we are not uh, we're not that far from a tracking system for every single human being. And with the coronavirus, we have seen laws, we have seen uh, recommendations, and we have seen regulations put into place that restrict people's movement, that require people to do certain things that they would not typically do. And we are now seeing with the regulations and the vaccine that if you do not comply, there could be consequences that will uh, restrict even more your activities. So um, we're seeing airlines, we're seeing uh, large companies like Ticketmaster who um, sell tickets to the world's events, concerts, sporting events. Um, any sort of large gatherings where you need tickets, Ticketmaster will sell you tickets for that. But they are going to require some sort of a vaccine pass that says you have a vaccine in order that you can attend these events. So do I believe that the vaccine is the mark of the beast? No, but I can see us headed in that direction. And I do believe that coronavirus, the pandemic, has set us up for uh, the release of the mark of the beast, for something that will tell people you can go here or you can't go here, you can buy or sell if you have this mark, but you can't if you don't, because they're already putting in place restrictions and regulations based on whether you comply with what the government is telling you you need to put in your body. And so um, we are setting ourselves up. We're setting ourselves up for the mark of the beast. Some people aren't going to be able to travel because they don't take the vaccine. Some people aren't going to be able to 
go back to normal because they don't take the vaccine. And really, I almost think it's a test to see if people will comply with these restrictions that the governments of the world are trying to put forth. Now, let me ask you this. This is an open-ended question. Those of you who are listening, those of you who are critical thinkers, why is this a global movement? Why is this a global thing that, okay, if our nation decides we want to restrict movement based on um, based on whether you have the vaccine or not, or if another nation decides to restrict uh, your movement, whether you have the vaccine or not, why does it make any difference to one or the other? But we're starting to see a globalization of that as well, where the entire globe, every country is going to say, here are the global restrictions. And if you don't have the vaccine, you are not going to be able to move about freely. You're not going to be able to travel. You're not going to be able to go to a store where you're not going to be able to go to a concert or a library or a movie theater. You're not going to be able to go to school, whatever it is. So they're pushing this vaccine with the, uh, with the agenda to make people comply. What I do believe is this is a desensitizing of the population of the world in order that they can set this beast system up and everything's already in place um, and and places are pushing towards digital currency the united states is printing money we're just printing money on a printing press right now and there is nothing to back it up we are trillions and trillions of dollars in debt if everyone were to pay off the debt um, everyone would have to work the rest of their lives just to pay off the debt. So uh, we are we are in a bad situation because we're going bankrupt as a country. Um, we're going the entire world is going bankrupt, and this stimulus money that the United States is sending out, yeah, it's all fine and good, but where are they getting it from? They're just printing it. They're just printing it. They're just pulling it out of thin air. So. Uh, the the goal, the end goal is going to be to bankrupt the monetary systems of the world, to bankrupt the uh, the, the the paper money, to bankrupt the paper money, to bankrupt the coins uh, for countries that still use coin money. We still use coin money here in the United States. Uh, we get change. We still use paper money. Um, and these other countries that are using paper money, everyone is going to push to go to a digital currency. And a digital currency will be completely traceable. Digital currency will be something that they can monitor your every move, where you spend every dollar, where it goes to, if you're giving it to ministries, if you're giving it to uh, nonprofit organizations, they'll be able to know that as well. And so digital currency is not the best option and it started even clear back when debit cards credit cards started being used um, but uh, we've seen more of a move in the last even five years towards digital currency bitcoin um, and there are several others digital currencies that are going to pave the way for the mark of the beast because when you have the mark of the beast the digital currency is going to be linked to it and there will be no more paper money. You won't just be able to go down 
to the store and lay down a $5 bill. That will all be gone. Um, and it will, they're, they're going to use uh, safety as a measure to convince people to take the mark, um, that, that no one will be able to steal your money, um, that uh, the money will never be able to be counterfeited, all of those things. So um, that is the path that we are headed down as far as the currency currencies of the world are getting ready if you just look look at the debts of the world who do we owe this money to we owe money everywhere millions and trillions of dollars and we we who do we owe it to who are we indebted to because they're just printing it so um they're trying to bankrupt us um and that's going to be tied in with the mark of the beast as well so you have the uh the tracking from coronavirus uh, where it, they have put apps on people's phones to trace who you've been around. Hello, that's Mark of the Beast type stuff. They put apps on your phones uh, without your permission. It was just in the updates that um, you can turn them off now, but in the future when the Mark of the Beast is there, you will not be able to turn off the tracking. So they'll know where you are what you're doing, the places you visit, everything. And your phone, let me tell you something, your phone, even if you turn those tracking things off, your phone can tell tell them where you're at. Um, if they if they ping into your phone, um, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist in that way. I'm just telling you the truth. Um, look, look at your phone, open up your maps. It'll tell you right where you're at. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, you don't. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see how this can all play in. Now, um, the vaccine uh, in Israel, they have just announced that if you do not want to uh, quarantine, if you're a visitor to the country, you have two options. You can either quarantine for 14 days or you can wear a tracking bracelet. Okay, so we're wearing tracking bracelets now. That's um, that's getting a little closer when it's on your hand, uh, just like the mark of the beast will be. Is the tracking bracelet the mark of the beast? No, but the technology and the mindsets are all moving in that direction. So, the coronavirus pandemic has paved the way for these end times events to take place. The coronavirus pandemic has paved the way for the mark of the beast to be instated and, um, is it is it ready? I believe the technology's there. I believe everything that they need is there. We have um, ample ways to track people. We have we have the most sophisticated technology as far as currencies, and we're going to be moving in that direction. I believe sooner than later. What are they going to do when people stop? Uh, when they say everyone has to take the vaccine and there are a group of people who do not want to take the vaccine, who say we, we're going to refuse the vaccine, what are they going to do? They're going to begin to uh, persecute that group. They're going to make that group look like the enemy. They're going to make that group look like they're crazy. And the rest of the world is going to look at that group of people and say, what's wrong with you? We need to be rid of these people. Um, let's put them in prison, let's put them in in camps where they all want to be 
Uh, if you don't want to take the vaccine, you can all be in a camp together and uh, just sit there together as a group. And um, I don't think that we're that far off from those things. Uh, other countries would definitely be doing this uh, in the near future, probably. The United States, it may take a little bit longer, but um, the way that the government is set up right now and the people who are in charge, I would not be surprised to see uh, to see quarantine, quote-unquote quarantine camps set up for people who refuse to take the vaccine. Interestingly enough, there are reports out there now that say the people who are least likely to take the coronavirus vaccine are evangelical Christians, um, and they've done surveys, they've done questionnaires, and that is the, the that is the people group who are saying we don't want to take this vaccine, we don't trust it, and you have to uh, you have to think if there are evangelical Christians all over the world saying we don't want to take this vaccine, if there are people all over the place saying we don't want this vaccine who are Bible believing evangelical charismatic Christians. Uh, people who believe that Jesus died on the cross, rose again, people who believe in the word of God, people who believe in the entire word of God, uh, people who believe in the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the move of the Holy Spirit, and people who believe these things. You have to wonder and say, okay, God gives us a spirit of discernment. He gives us the gift of to discern whether something is of him or whether something is not of him. And if evangelical Christians, the ones who are are given this gift, the people who believe in God and believe that he can speak to us, if they're saying we don't feel right taking this, you have to think, hey, that is their discernment kicking in. That is discernment that this is not of God and this system that's being set up is something that we don't necessarily want to partake in and participate in. Now, if you've taken the vaccine, don't come under condemnation. Listen, I, I've said it probably 10 times. I don't believe the vaccine is the mark of the beast. If you've taken the vaccine, I don't believe you're going to hell. I don't believe any of those things. I believe that this is a precursor and this is a setup moving us in the direction of the mark of the beast. I realize there are people who have medical problems. There are people who work in professions that require them to take the vaccine. All of those things. All of those things. And that's that's all fine and good. And I, I support your decision. Whether you decide to get vaccine vaccinated. Or whether you decide not to. And I totally would stand beside anyone who got the vaccine. I know a lot of people who have, and I'm, I'm supportive of them. I don't think they're crazy. I don't think anything like that. But as for the mark of the beast and the beast system in the last days, it's up for that to be put into place. So with that said, thank you so much for listening today. I want to close out with the sinner's prayer. If you don't know Jesus or if you have been walking and living away from him, uh, please, please don't go another day without reaching out to the Lord. He loves you so much. Jesus died on the cross, rose again, and he's coming back. And everything we're seeing around us is pointing towards that right now. So I'll, I encourage you today, don't go another day without Jesus uh, in your life. And I'm going to pray a prayer. It's called a, a sinner's prayer or a prayer of dedication. 
And if you want to pray this prayer with me and just invite the Lord into your life, I would love to hear from you if you do. But if you want to pray this prayer, just pray it with me. Say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I believe that I'm a sinner. I confess my sins. But I believe Jesus is your son, that he died on the cross, and that he rose again on the third day. I ask you to forgive me and wash me clean from my sins. Thank you, God, for saving me and making me your child. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to live for you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Friends, if you prayed that prayer, please, please reach out to me. Get a hold of me. I'd love to discuss some things with you, and I'd love to hear that you prayed that prayer. God is moving in the earth, and I know that there's a lot going on pointing towards the end times. It gets me excited. It gets some people scared, but there is no reason to be scared if you are in Jesus Christ and if he's the Lord of your life. So I encourage you, uh, get excited, look up, begin to begin to look up because Jesus' return is very soon, and this is all the coronavirus pandemic is pointing us in the direction of the very last of the last days. And so we're in exciting times. Be encouraged today. God bless you. I love you. And I will talk to you very, very soon here again on the podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebshafer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode and may God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.